What's up, everybody, and thank you for listening to Mastering the Mindset. My name is Darius Dotch, and I'm an actor, hip-hop artist, and fitness and life coach. And I'm here to personally help you train and improve your mindset so that you can, one, become the best version of yourself mentally, and two, gain focus and motivation to be able to take action and achieve the success in life that you want and deserve. Before we get started, please like and subscribe to my channel, and at the end of this episode, if you liked it, please share it with a friend or loved one or someone who will benefit from hearing this message. I'm so glad you're here and I'm ready to go on this journey with you. And that journey begins now. All right, and welcome back to another episode. So today we are going to talk about the reality that you, yes, you might be addicted to overthinking. But first, let me break it down like this. Have you ever been in a situation or had the feeling that you were disappointed in yourself or had the feeling of being mad at yourself? We've all been there, been mad at ourselves for something at some point in our lives. Right. But what if we had this perspective? And I heard this concept from another life coach that I follow, and I think it's really impactful. What if we separated the two? What if we separated that statement? I am disappointed in myself. I and then the self. The I is who you are and the self is the state of yourself in which you're disappointed in. And what I mean is you are not your thoughts. You yourself, your body, your soul, your DNA, your brain are not your thoughts. You are separate from your thoughts. Your thoughts are like a passing cloud. And when someone, including myself, classifies themselves as someone who overthinks, I say, no, you're not an overthinker. You're a person who tends to overly think about the wrong things. And what do I mean by that? When we overthink and we don't like the fact that we overthink, it's always, and I repeat, always because we are thinking negatively. Because let's be honest, let's say you're in love and you kept thinking about how much you love your partner. And you thought about it all the time. Like, man, I love them. I love them so much. And it made you feel good to think about how much you love them. Would that be something that you would want to stop overthinking? No, it's a good thought. So the reason we don't like to overthink is because we're thinking about all the negative shit and all the things that can go wrong. Second guessing our choices, preparing for the worst case scenario. We do that way too often. And let me break it down like this. So you have a heart and your heart's job is to beat. Would you ever say, I want my heart to stop beating so much? You have lungs. Your lungs job is to breathe. Would you ever say, I wish my lungs wouldn't breathe so much? And you have a brain. And what's your brain's job? Well, your brain has many jobs, but new studies show that your brain has on average 6,200 thoughts a day, 6,000. 200 per day. So it's safe to say your brain's job is to think, yet we want it to not do it as much. And the reason is because we think about the things we don't want. And again, like I said, you are not your thoughts. There's nothing you can say or think about that will add or subtract to who you are. You're not a procrastinator. That's not who you are. That's something that you happen to do. You're not an accountant. That's a job title. It's not who you are. It's something you happen to do. You are not an overthinker. 
It's something you happen to do. And if it's something you happen to do, then it's something that you can change. You are not your thoughts. They are just a part of you. They happen throughout your day. But your thoughts don't define who you are. So the biggest thing I want you to take away from this episode is that you have to pay close attention to your thoughts. You have to see your thoughts come in and recognize what they are and change them if there are thoughts you don't want. Because a lot of those negative thoughts aren't thoughts we want to think. If we had the choice, we wouldn't choose to think about that, but we do. But we can also choose to focus on changing the way we think. So instead of judging ourselves or shaming ourselves for having that thought or trying to shame ourselves into changing the thought, because that's definitely a thing. We recognize that we're on a negative thought binge and we shame ourselves like what the hell is wrong with you? Right. And we fuss at ourselves. We don't want to think these things, but we still do. So what we should be doing is saying, "Okay, that's not a thought I wanted. What do I want my thought to be instead? And like I said, you are not your thoughts. But guess what else is true? Your thoughts create your reality. If you're thinking thoughts that you don't want, then you probably are creating a reality that you don't want as well. No, a procrastinator isn't who you are. It doesn't identify you because that's not who you are. Right. But if you keep thinking how you don't feel like doing something, then you're more than likely procrastinate and procrastinating will be your reality. You will procrastinate. That will be your reality until you change it. So overthinking can be a very addictive thing for a lot of people. And if you break it down to a simplest form, what is an addiction? An addiction is something that you no longer have control over. It has control over you. And maybe you're thinking that you're not addicted to overthinking. Okay, maybe you are. Maybe you're not. But let me ask you this. Do you think you have full control over all your thoughts? All of them? Or do you feel like some of your thoughts control you? Do some of your thoughts control your emotional state, your physical state, the way you show up in the world? So you may not be addicted like a lot of people are, but an addiction is something that has control over you and you don't have control over it. So you will have thoughts that will have control over you. And we all do. And it's not that we're using our minds incorrectly in those moments. It's the fact that we're not using them at all. So we have to be conscious of this. We have to hear the voice inside our head, understand it, recognize that it's not you. You are not this voice. And no, you can't always control your first thought, but you can control your second thought. You can control that second thought if that first thought ain't the thought you wanted. Right. So watch and observe that voice It's not you. You don't have to identify with it. And by coming to the realization and understanding that this voice isn't you, you'll be able to stop it easier. So if you're worried about the future, overthinking about it, maybe you're worried about the future because you're thinking about how your past was and you don't want your future to be the same. And this is the ironic part about it. We create futures in our head and these futures don't even exist. A lot of our overthinking comes from thinking about that future that we're scared of happening for us, a future we don't want. And we start worrying about this fake future that we created ourselves in our mind and it's not even real. Now, our minds can definitely be our worst enemy, but it can also be our best friend. And I'll give you a quick example. And if you're not driving, I want you to do this with me. So close your eyes 
and really do this. Close your eyes and I want you to visualize a red triangle. Picture a red triangle. Try to get it as clear as possible. How big is it? Is it 3D? Is it spinning? See that red triangle. Okay. Now I want you to make that triangle turn into a blue square, a dark navy blue square and bring that square to the front of your brain and hold on to that image for a few seconds. Okay. Now open your eyes, look around and answer this question at any point in time. Did you think to yourself, I am that red triangle. I am that blue square. Hell no. Hell to the damn no. Why? Because it's just something you were seeing in your head. What's up, what's up, what's up? I want to take a quick moment to say thank you so much for listening to this episode and to also let you know that this podcast is 100% donation driven, which means it's completely funded by you, the listener. So, If you like the content I have to offer, I would love it if you can make a donation and you get to pick the amount. I left links in the description of the video as well as my homepage. You can choose which way benefits you the best to donate. And if you need more options, please feel free to email me at dariusdotch at gmail.com. That's D-A-R-I-U-S-D-O-T-C-H at gmail.com. Again, thank you so much for being here and let's get back to it. Now, this is a really silly exercise or example, but that's how your thoughts are. Your thoughts are just things in your head, futures you create for yourself, outcomes you want or don't want to happen, and they don't really exist. So the same way you wouldn't identify yourself with that red triangle in your head is the same way you shouldn't identify with any thought that comes into your head, any judgmental thought, any negative thought, any self-doubting thought. Any of that bullshit. And the same way that you change that red triangle into a blue square, it's the same way you can change your negative thoughts into positive thoughts. You can look at it and say, okay, well, that's definitely a red triangle. Okay, well, damn that. Let's make that a blue square. Or, okay, I don't like this blue shit. Let's make it orange. You can observe it and say, huh, do I want this shape? Do I want this color? Am I wanting this image in my head? Maybe I want this color to be purple. Same way that when you have a negative thought or a judgmental thought and you see it in your mind and it's there and you can make that choice that, you know what? I don't want that. I don't want that stupid thought in my head. Let's change that to something else. Let's make that thought a positive one because you know what? I'm not that red triangle. I'm not that blue square. You are not your thoughts. And again, Kind of a silly example, but still facts. You have to consciously view your thoughts, consciously see your thoughts and clock it. And you have to see what's coming up in your head, in your consciousness. And yes, you will have those negative thoughts and they won't be good. And they probably won't make you feel good. But I want to say this again. You are not your thoughts. And you absolutely cannot judge yourself for having these thoughts. Don't judge yourself when something comes up that's negative. Don't judge your thoughts. Don't judge yourself based off your thoughts. And let me tell you, I have really struggled with that. Some of the things we tell ourselves and that we believe and identify with is horrible. Like I always say, all the negative things we say to ourselves, we will never say to our children or our loved ones. So watch and pay attention to your thoughts. 
And once you're aware of them, you can actively be in control of them. And that's when you can take over. And the problem is that most people out here, out there, aren't consciously aware of and taking control of their thoughts. And I'll show you what I mean. So do this. Take a deep breath. Breathe into a five count. And one, two, three, four, five. And exhale. One, two, three, four, five. Now, were you breathing before I told you to take a deep breath? Yeah, you were. But were you thinking about your breath? No, not until I told you to consciously think about your breathing. So the consciousness and intentionality of your breath changed. And that's what we need to do with our thoughts. Now, will your mind get out of hand sometimes and go on a negative thought binge and wonder and spiral? Yes, that's going to happen. But as soon as you notice it happening, bring it back to what you wanted to do. And you have to get that get in that driver's seat and control your mind. So think about this. Let's think about all the routine things that we do that we don't even need to think about, like washing your hands or brushing your teeth or tying your shoe. These are things that we don't think about. Right. Or walking up the stairs. Well, some of my older listeners might disagree with that one. Or let's say scrolling on your phone. These are mundane things. Right. And what happens during those activities is our minds are really all over the place. Who knows what we're truly thinking in those moments? Because we're not thinking about the thoughts we're having. But think if you were to actively make your brain be present in those moments and really focus on what you're doing. Even though it's a really simple or boring or insignificant task, what if you took those moments to sharpen your mental awareness? So if you're washing your hands, think about how the water falls off your hands, how the soap is bubbling up as you rub your hands together. Or if you're tying your shoe, notice that, notice that the laces, how they're woven through the lace holes in your shoe, how each bend in the lace is actively supporting your shoe and keeping it on your foot. Now, this might seem like a strange exercise, but think about it like training how to walk a dog on a leash. Do you let that dog just pull you in any direction it wants to go? Or do you take control and guide the dog to go where you want it to go? You guide it to where you want it to go, right? Because you are in control. You are. And doing these exercises will help you strengthen that mental leash that you have on your thoughts. Don't let your mind be like that dog that wants to pull you in any direction it wants to take you. You have to be the one in control. And just like that dog who won't learn how to properly walk next to you after one walk, just like it takes practice and repetition to get that dog to walk like a good dog, the way you want them to, the same thing with your mind and your thoughts. You're not going to stop overthinking right away, but it takes practice, effort, repetition, deliberateness. So what it all comes down to is your thoughts are just things. Your mind is a tool. It's not something that you should identify with because you are completely separate from your mind. It just happens to be a part of you and your thoughts are like passing clouds. You never look up and say, damn, I like that cloud. That cloud is me. I'm cloud. Or damn, this cloud makes me feel bad. I don't like how that cloud looks. I'm cloud. No, you don't do that. So never identify yourself with a thought or identify yourself with a feeling. Don't say I'm depressed 
Say, I'm not feeling good today or I'm going through some depression, but don't identify with that. Don't say I am anxious or I am sad or I am this thing. Say, I'm feeling sad today. And it's okay to feel these feelings. That's human. But you can't identify with that and make those things who you are because you are not those things. So we have to dissociate ourselves from our minds. We have to dissociate ourselves from our minds. Your sense of self shouldn't come from your mind and your thoughts, but it should come from what you do and who you are. Because our thoughts can fool us into thinking we are something that we are not. And we all know those people. They think they're the shit when in reality, they're just shitty. Like, nah, bro, you ain't the shit. You're just a shitty person. And that can be true with our thoughts and how we negatively identify certain aspects of our lives or our identity. So say the same thing to yourself. Like, nah, bro, that don't make that part of yourself a shitty person. That's just a shitty thought. And knock that shit off. Seriously, knock that shit off. So here's some extra proof that you are not your thoughts. Okay, so if you stopped thinking right now, would you still be alive? Yes, you would. If it was possible to just turn off all your thoughts, to turn them off all the way, you would still be alive. So therefore, your thoughts, your thoughts are just that something that your body does. So realize that you are not your thoughts and that you can be in complete control of it. Remove the distractions. Understand that you can change the way you think. And if you can change the way you think, you can change the way you feel. And if you can change the way you feel, it will make it easier to take actions towards the goals you are working towards. So that's what I got for you today. If you like this episode, please share it with somebody, somebody that can benefit from this, somebody who is a friend or a family member, somebody who has goals and is trying to improve their lives. So thank you again and let's get it in.